All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. It's official, people. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George have signed on the dotted line, and they are officially Los Angeles Clippers. And Steve Ballmer thought it was pretty damn cool. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. We finally get to weigh in on the Chris Paul-Russell Westbrook trade. What does that mean for the Houston Rockets and the OKC Thunder? We have some interesting takes on both of those. And I make a bold statement. If the Clippers win the title, I am going to do something so insane. You're going to want to listen to this, people. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, please just kick the intro music. Excuse me. I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like Ludi us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard what up broadcast world what's up everybody the boys are back you know what it is it's the follow through with clips and drew the true players broadcast episode 84 yeah 84 Good guess we're getting closer to yeah. that to that milestone epic so dude we're getting what? so close 85 well yeah 100, 90 100 oh 100 hundo we're throwing a party yeah man we have to have a party we live party a, we got to do party. something I uh, wonder when that, that'll be like. It'll be like Christmas. Should be right around the Christmas time, like really? 20, 20 weeks, maybe. Oh, before, oh no, maybe a little bit before that. Maybe Thanksgiving time. I'd be down for that. A little, uh, little turkey, little cranberry. Your Thanksgiving uh, pot. You, you got your sliders. <clears throat> I do make my turkey, my uh, my cranberry and turkey sliders. Those are good Hawaiian buns. That I'd, I'd be down for that. You guys don't know about that. Uh, two weeks sabbatical we had to take. Unfortunately, Drew had to go on vacation and soak up the rays. It's in, not unfortunate. In, it was in fantastic. It was, it was fantastic. unfortunate for our for our listeners, bro. They missed. Oh, us. that's true. I mean, this the week that I missed. <clears throat> luckily, was the like the most boring week in all of sports. It was in history of like every year. This week, that week is always just like, eh. like you do have you have a little bit of summer league going on in the beginning yeah. of that week, and then you have the British Open or the Open as it's called now in golf, but. I don't know if you did. You watch no, the open? dude. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I mean, it's not that entertaining. No, and you know, while you were gone, we we did a little live session, which was kind of oh cool. yeah, man. You didn't tune in. Everybody was hoping that you were going to tune in and maybe hop in, but you were just too busy drinking freaking my yeah, size so or whatever. Went, what time? What time did you go we in? We did on? it at seven p.m. Pacific oh, Standard see, Time. That's four o'clock. That's happy hour <laughs> on the island. <laughs> people were people were setting their uh, setting their alarms. Our girl Marie out in New oh, Zealand. Oh, that's cool. Was watching us on her lunch break, nice, which was kind of cool. But yeah, we had about 150 people show up. Nice. Uh, I should have tuned in. I would have been drunk uh, on the island. That would have been fun. That would have been awesome. I, uh, I, dude, I lose track of time there. I don't wear a watch. Like all I know is, is like I count down how many days I have left right. before my flight. Uh, but it, yeah, man, it was a beautiful trip. It was a beautiful trip. I'm glad you had a good time, bro. Thanks, dude. It's like a sweat box in my house right now in the in the Chateau de Clips here <laughs> yeah. in San Clemente, California. It is quite hot yeah it's it been, feels like we're on the island we're starting to pick it up now but what the, the thing that's been happening like last couple of years more noticeably here in san clemente is is the humidity bro it's getting pretty humid we're getting some humidity <clears throat> well it's we only have to move north like soon like san luis obispo is going to be like that's gonna be the san, spot that's gonna be what san clemente was like, well san clemente was wise. labeled as the best weather like yeah. in the world right like uh, as as recent as like three years ago yes and then the humidity started just, and now it's like one month drew it's like one month it's back i don't like it I don't like it. Well, you know what I do like, bro? The fact that it's episode 84. Yeah. So enough of the bullshit. Let's get into it. Episode 84. Drew, what do you got for me? Whose episode is going to be? So 1984 is a fun year for both uh, players born in and drafted. 84 is a big, big draft for, for all the NBA. Heads. I already know who it should be. I didn't even think about that. So, you know, number one overall, right. Hakeem the Dream, Elijah Juan. Number two, Sam Bowie. Blowy. And then number three, Michael Jordan. And then, of course, number 10, our boy, Leon Wood. Leon Wood, and who loves the show. Leon Wood, Dude, man. there's not even a question then. Are you, do you even have to go through the list? Well, I, I think it's fun to All go right, through go the list. All right, go through the list. I, I think it's fun. All I right. Mean, th that's, those, those four are the big names that Leon we have. Leon loves the show. Oh, no. I, I, I think, I, I swear to God, we might have done a Leon episode before. I don't think I so. I feel like we did. No, he wouldn't. No. We, we need to ask Leon if we've done. Okay, we'll he, call him. He, he can do two episodes if he if he jumps on one of these days, one day. One but I day. gotta talk. I gotta go. You know how many leaps and bounds I gotta go through <laughs> to get Leon on our show. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to Monty McCutcheon. Like it's just too much. Let's get Monty on the show. <laughs> um, born in 1984 is is really solid. Okay. Really solid. Probably the best list since we started this list. 
Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, uh, LeBron, mm-hmm. Andre Iguodala. Those are like and Brandon Roy. Those and that it's a shorter list, but that list is like impactful. Mm-hmm. Like well, there was other guys on that list, obviously that were cool, like uh, Raymond Felton and and some other cats on there. Nate Robinson, things like that. But you know that's a pretty stellar year uh, I mean, for is. the draft and for for players born in. And I just shout out to Brandon Roy. He's not gonna. It's gonna not gonna be. That. It's not gonna be his episode. But I put him on this <clears throat> list because oh JJ Redick as well. Mm-hmm. I forgot about JJ. He was born in '84. Uh, Brandon Roy was stone cold, bro. So bad. Six years in the NBA, really only five because his sixth year he only played sparingly uh, on his return after one year off in Minnesota. But those five years in Portland, three of those years he was an All Star. He was the he's Dame before Dame, bro. You know what I mean? He was if his knees stone held up, cold, right? And he just got shot. Like yeah, he got well, shot he's a hell of a year. he's a hell of a coach, coach too. too. Didn't they win the, the yeah like the state, state championship? state championship in Washington? I believe up he in was Washington. so cold, guys. If you, I mean. If, to you young bucks, man, if you think Dame, Dame was cold, Brandon Roy was cold, Brandon too. Brandon Roy man. was the shit. That would have been cool. I mean, Brandon Roy would have been cool if it wasn't right. Leon Wood. No, no, it's definitely Leon. Okay. I mean, I had to, that's why I brought it up. I mean, like, you know, number 10, overall draft pick, the same year that Mike was drafted. All right. It's a big deal. Big Leon Wood, the homie. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell any stories, Leon. Don't worry. I won't. I won't <laughs> drop any stories. But this is your episode, bro. Let's uh, just to let everybody know, Leon Wood was a, a is an Olympian. Yeah. He played on on the uh, Olympic team with Jordan, with Barkley, with uh, I think Joe Klein was on oh, yeah? that. Oh yeah. I think so. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so he's an Olympian and uh, a hell of a referee too. Yeah, he's a current NBA official. Yeah. For those that don't aren't familiar with officials, just he, don't just don't ask Kevin Durant about him, okay? Because I think that Kevin Durant's still a little upset. A little about upset him. about that one call. All right, but whatever, Leon. This is your show, episode four eighty four. Uh, big day in Clipperland. I mean, we have to start with it today. Today was what the, happened today? Today was the press conference. It's official. Oh, the press conference. Today was the press conference. It was a jam packed. <laughs> House, we announced Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. It was it was jam packed. Everybody was there. Sure, standing room only. Um, and Steve Ballmer was so lit, dude. Yeah, like I was so amped. Just lit. He walks to the stage and just says, "Everybody, get up, get up!" Round of applause. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are Clippers. Stand yeah. up. So yeah. everybody stood up. Nice. They stood up, and then he's gonna. He gave a quote that's gonna go. That's already gone viral, uh-huh. and will continue to to go viral. What was the quote? It's so cool. It's pretty <laughs> damn cool. You know, and then had the, him and Kawhi had a really awkward handshake. It was oh, like a no. handshake a hug. Dap. It went totally wrong because well, Balmer probably didn't just do the straightforward move. He Balmer was going for, for the handshake. Kawhi was going for the hug. Oh. Then it got bad. Everything got messed up. Oh dude. man. They got to coordinate that beforehand. Like you, you got to do that because like, having that moment is not great. No, it's you'll see it a hundred times. It's tonight. very funny, I'm sure, because that's you know Kawhi's awkward. Balmer's obviously a little awkward in different ways. I mean, you know, he's a great guy. He seems super charismatic, but like having that energy with Balmer and then Kawhi's energy that can't mix very well. because no. Kawhi's just very low key. Man, if you're a Clipper fan though, I you, I gotta say, dude, just seeing his reaction and just how he is like, it just gets me so hyped. I've been waiting, you know, everybody would want an owner like this, man. It's not fake. He, he loves this basketball team. And like, I'm sitting there watching the press conference and I'm like, look how far we've come, dude. Like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are on the stage. They're holding their jerseys. Like we did it. Was it surreal for you? For me? Yeah. yeah, I've never like, I remember when we signed Chris was a really big deal, right? Even though it shouldn't have happened. But when we signed Chris, it was big, but you know, we just spent the whole summer talking about how great Kawhi Leonard is and, and was and what he just did. And now he's on stage signing as a Clipper and saying that he wanted to be a Clipper. Not to mention, Paul George is up there and he's like, look, I grew up a Clipper fan. I wanted to be on the Clippers. I was a big fan as a kid. Kobe was my favorite player. That's convenient. I mean, Paul George has said throughout his career he wanted to be a Laker. He said he grew up a Clipper fan. Anyway, he said I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. But Kawhi didn't say that. Kawhi was a Laker fan. But whatever, dude. Uh, that's funny though. But, I, mean, I mean, all the right things for Paul George to say. I'm not. I'm not gonna hate him. Hate on him for that. But that seems like really convenient. Yeah, but he was like a D Miles guy. He liked the D Miles and Q. And, D Miles was on the team for like four years. Yeah, this is. <laughs> but how old was Paul George? This is what I'm saying. Whatever he said it. That's uh, no, what he, dude. I, that's all. It's all power to. They both looked. They both looked extremely happy, and they were. Everybody was yeah. t- just talking about 
how this is a perfect fit. Like everything that they wanted from top to bottom and everything that we said, Drew, uh, which has been coming out in the media saying just how Magic kind of blew it by leaking shit to the media. Yep. You know, the, the the Clippers kept everything airtight. That's what Kawhi wanted. And basically, Lawrence Frank, it was funny because Kawhi wasn't 100% committed yet. And Lawrence Frank made one phone call to Kawhi and said, Paul George is is ready to go. Do you want me to pull the trigger? And that's basically what wow. it was. He had Paul George on. He sent Kawhi a, a text or a call yeah. and just said, Paul George is on board. Let, you know, let's do let's it. Let's do it. And that's exactly. And then, uh, and then it came out random that the first player the Clippers tried to get was James Harden. Yeah. They went at James Harden like look shooting for the stars, bro. I don't know how that would work. I don't I'm, either. I'm, I'm actually. I think. I think the the Paul George aspect of this. You know, it's a little strange because, well, yeah, James Harden's name was brought up. Kevin Durant's name was brought up. Jimmy Butler was brought Kyrie. up. Kyrie. Uh, all those teams or all those guys specifically that Ka- Kawhi identified as people that he wanted to play with. Obviously, there was a thought about James Harden as well. But the the interesting part is that I think Paul George may be the best one out of all of them because he's he seems like he wants to embrace that role of being, you know, a top player, definitely like all NBA player, but not upset if if Kawhi gets all the action. He said in the in the press conference yeah. he said I'm I'm I don't have an ego. I mean every man has an ego, but he said I'm not coming in here to be the man. That's what I I'm mean. I'm coming in here to win. And not too many of those other guys would have said that. No. I don't know if Jimmy Butler is going to get on stage and nope. say that, you know? Nope. And Dev- Kevin Durant damn sure ain't going right. to say something like that. Right. So I for the, for the way that it all worked out, like it it's really it's really positive. Do you have any updates on Paul George's recovery with his Actually, shoulders? I do. Yeah, and you want to know why? Because I, I reached out to my boy Andy, who's a trainer, who trains uh, uh, LaMelo, BD, Paul George, all of them. We actually had a brief conversation last night because I was posting a whole bunch of stuff about the Clippers. Right. And he was responding, saying, man, this is going to be a huge year, huge year. And I said, how is Paul George's shoulder? Right. And he said, dude, feeling strong. He's ready to go. So ready okay. to go, meaning that well, like it's, it's getting better. It was both shoulders. Right. right. And that's the scary part is that it wasn't just one. And one was obviously more injured than the other, but I'm trying to get, I actually reached out to Andy to be on the show and he said he's more than happy to be on the show, oh, which cool. would be kind of cool. He's a really great guy, trains a lot of people. Cool. It'd be, it'd be kind of cool to, to, to talk about some stuff with him. But as far as like the energy from the press conference today, it was just so uplifting and it makes me so excited, dude. I cannot just, I cannot even put into words how happy I am. And then just you see Doc up there talking, and this was so dope. Like, they were holding their jerseys up, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, Paul George on the left, 13, and then Kawhi on the right, 2. Can't Doc pulls Kawhi to the left of Paul oh, George dude. and says 2-1-3. Oh, dude. Okay, oh, that's shit. what I'm talking about. Oh, I didn't know Doc made that move. He did. He moved it over. He said, this needs to be 2-1-3. Nice. Loved it, right? No, that's a solid move. Super solid. That's a solid move. <laughs> you know, and then everybody, they they uh, took him outside, and there's a huge mural. They, they released a mural. You know, Paul George and Kawhi and their whole families there. All the where is media? It? I, I, I honestly, I don't know. They it's, did it, it just not, where was the press conference? It was, it, was at at a, it was like at a high school gym. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I don't know. It could have been a high school gym. I don't know. It was a it was a gym. Right. Could have been a rec center. It could have been a yeah. Maybe I don't the, know. maybe the practice facility for the Clippers could have been. I could be totally wrong. I guess I should have known that. No, sorry. But I was too hyped on the whole thing. And then it was <laughs> Didn't like matter where it is, right? And then it's like so the media is there. They unveil the 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 mural, which is really dope. And then, of course, there's fucking salty Laker fans there that are just screaming. Outside? Oh, dude. There's oh, one guy Laker that's like, Nation. this is Laker town. Everybody knows it's Laker town. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, can we, Can you guys just chill for a second? <laughs> Drew, and I'm not taking this out on you because y- yeah, you're, yeah. not, you're not that guy. No, no, But no. I've never seen so many people so upset. Like, why, why are Laker fans so upset? Like, I, I understand it's threatening. I know it's threatening. This yeah. is a very threatening thing. But why is everybody so upset and so like, oh, well, you're still the Clippers. This will always be a well, Laker. Well, the sentiment really, I think the thing that's happening for Laker fans is this whole narrative that Kawhi played him, mm-hmm. like that he played us, mm-hmm. is not settling well, obviously, because it, it, you know whether or not that was the intent uh, of Kawhi to, to fuck with us and not actually commit, um, whether that was intentional or it just ha- like it, it ended up happening. That's what, so that the reality is is he ended up kind of screwing us a little bit, even though we were able to make some nice moves 
uh, in free agency with our signings in general. I thought it was all right, but we definitely would have had other options, you know, bigger name players, more expensive players that we could have gone after if he didn't draw this out for six days, you know? So I get... But he had every right, Drew, I'm not saying that that. Kawhi is wrong. Again, I don't know if it was intentional or Mm -hmm. not, but regardless of whether it was intentional, that's what happened. Like, that's exactly how it played out. So... And and the narrative is uh, from some people in the press that that was intentional. There has been a lot of talk about the fact that Kawhi was messing with the Lakers the whole time, was trying to screw them up so that, you know, they couldn't fill their roster with players. And, and he dragged this out for as long as he did. I don't think necessarily that Kawhi is that vindictive. I don't think that that his, you know. I think he was really focused on what he wanted to do, and then he kind of didn't really give a fuck about anything else. And he else. saw exactly what, you know, that we've been talking about. Uh-huh. The, he saw exactly, you know, they went to the media like he didn't want to go. I don't want to keep re- regurgitating well, the, yeah, the, this, the though. The whole but... idea that, that Magic immediately left that meeting was like, we got him. We got him. Kawhi's yeah. going to be. <laughs> Broussard. Who's Mike? Where's Broussard? I'm going to text Broussard right now. We, we got. We fucking Leak it to Chris. Nailed that <laughs> meeting. Cash. And, you know, it's crazy because, well, that's exactly what happened. And, and again, I'm going to stick by my word by saying I don't think Kawhi ever wanted to go to the Lakers. I didn't ever think that that was going to happen. So that's why the Laker fans are upset. Right. If he actually didn't ever really want to go. Then be upset. But don't, like, be upset. Be right. upset. We're allowed but to like, be upset. Yeah, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. I would have been upset if we if Kawhi, I would have been upset if Kawhi didn't sign with the Clippers. I sure. would have been pissed if he signed with the Lakers. Right, exactly. But I wouldn't be going to their rallies and being like sure. all salty. Like everybody keeps hitting me up. Like I had my homie from Denver. I was telling you today. Like send me all this shade about the Clippers, and he's a huge <laughs> Nugget fan. I'm like, what the fuck have you won, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like chill. Uh, and he's my guy too, you know. But anyways. Back to the press conference really people fast. Hate, people hate when you do good things. I agree. You know, like, I, so I anytime you do accomplish something great, there's always going to be the guys that, that have to say, you know, fuck you. Dog, you're I've not been good. taking fuck yous my whole life right, with this. Exactly. So you know I how I get that it. Goes. And like, so Plachki, Plachki, who's in the audience, you know, the microphone goes to him and he asks Kawhi. He says, Los Angeles Times reporter. Yeah. They've been there forever. Like, Phil he's Plachke. one guy that I'll actually, you know, I like. I like to read. I, I think he's very respectable. But anyways, he said... Uh, something to the to the to the form of like you know that you're coming to the Clippers that you know essentially there's a cloud been a cloud over the Clippers that this is a Laker town you know what made you decide to want to be with the Clippers and he said Kawhi was like well first of all from a basketball standpoint the Clippers have been better than the Lakers which for, is 100 like accurate years. yes yeah they have been it's yeah a, and then it's pretty obvious that like from top to bottom I mean it's just the right choice Kawhi made the right choice if he's looking for you know from top to bottom management ownership teams like it's just it was the right choice mm-hmm. um he he was really awkward like you can just tell this man hates having a microphone he likes the attention but he doesn't like the immediate like face to face like put him on the spot did attention. you hear what he said what he, he he's like i haven't been able to thank the toronto fans I, I you know i don't have social media like i i i didn't know how to write a paragraph right <laughs> so he thanked the toronto fans and he said you know there's a great city Great fans, thank you for all the free food at the restaurants, the Kawhi and Dine, you know? Yeah, that's cool. I, I mean, again, like, he definitely could have done anything. Like, turn on a video camera on your phone and record a personal message, and then there's people that are, are work within your organization, Kawhi. That can, send it to Woj or something? They can handle like, that, right. dude. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe you didn't want to write a paragraph, but it did seem a little drawn out for that thank you, you know? I just think... It's a long time ago it's now. Gonna be, it's going to be a year of press conferences where it's literally going to be Patrick Beverly talking or in the locker room because Kawhi's going to keep it so simple. This will be the first time that he's with a, a major market. Too. I mean, Toronto, obviously, a lot of coverage on him. San Antonio, still plenty of coverage because of what he was doing. But now, you know, at, at this point in the NBA, he's the best player on the planet based on what he just did last year and based on injuries and everything else. I think it's fair for us to say that he's the best player in the world because uh, he can do everything. Right now. He can do everything. Right. Um, but now he's going to have to deal with a little bit more media scrutiny. That's the one part about going to L.A. or New York is that, yeah, you get you get like the, the cool factor and, and it's great to be home for him and, and this whole new 
ride that he's going to take with this Clipper franchise, but he's also going to have to deal with constant microphones and TMZ yeah. and like people following him home on his drive and all that other shit. And I, I it'll be interesting to see how he does. Well, it was funny when he was at the Pacquiao fight the other night, mm-hmm. and they were harassing him when he was walking in, and Kawhi just didn't, didn't even mind it. Yeah, like anything, he shook it all off. Right, and then just I think I think L.A. even Laker fans are gonna have to because they're gonna see him a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're gonna see about him, read about him a lot. It's kind of like how do you hate this guy? He keeps it so simple. Yeah, he's very straightforward. Right. I mean, all he it seems like all he wants to do is is play basketball and and win games like that's all he seems to care about so what's what's there to dislike well haters hate dude so of that, course that's just what i mean it the is. fact that he's on the clippers will give him enough hate oh my lord i am just it was such a big day and i am so freaking excited and i'm also keeping my mouth shut a little bit because you know i don't want to get i don't want to get too crazy but anyways there was other news today too drew we're gonna move on from this Kawhi paul george yeah clipper dynasty <clears throat> Thing I want to, you know, that's a little premature. Bit. I know it is. I know. Let little... me say it's our show, bro. We can say whatever. The oh fuck no, we definitely. Want. But you only got him for three years. That's fine. <laughs> or more. You never know. Whatever. Could, could be two. That's the way everything's going, though, bro. If you look at literally the top ten NBA players, are on different teams. In the, yeah. The, the, the past two years, they're right. they're on. They're Everyone's on. on the move. But wow. most people sign four year deals. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but when was who was the last one? Who was the last big guy to sign a four year deal? Kevin Durant. Did he sign a four year deal? LeBron James. Last one. Yeah, Kyrie LeBron Irving. Was. They all did. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess, but those are three. They got the option, though. They got the three with the op. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll take it, dude. Whatever. Yeah, no, if it doesn't work, it, we're going for Giannis in 2021, if that's the case. And that's the and one I, That's the one thing the Lakers did do. We secured a Giannis Antetokounmpo brother. Got the, we got, got one of the brothers. You got the offset, bro. We got the brothers. We, got, we say, yo, 2021's around the corner. <laughs> LeBron will be a free agent. We'll bring, uh, we'll bring, we'll bring. Anthony you got Davis. Bryce Berry, bro. That's who you got. You I, didn't get Brent. I do. I'm, I'm cool with you that. You got Drew Berry. Like, we got one of them. There's only three of them. We got one of them. So at least we have a. Uh, we'll see if he makes it till. February. I swear to God, he's gonna get the best treatment any 15th man has ever gotten by an organization. <laughs> the Lakers gonna treat him like a goddamn prince. Hey, I got a question for you, dude. Okay. What is happening with the national team? What the hell is happening with FIBA? Every day, I just keep reading that that every every player is dropping out now. First, I want to read you the team as of right now. Okay. okay. Harrison Barnes, Andre Drummond, Kemba, Kevin Love, who dropped out today, called oh, Popovich, called Popovich, said I won't be joining. Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Miles Turner, Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Millsap, Tatum, PJ Tucker, and Spider Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell. I mean that's not terrible, it's I not guess. Terrible, but, it, but it's like no superstars are on that list. Why don't they want to? Kemba, I, Kemba's on the list. Kemba's there. All right, so Kemba will play. But it's it is weird, like the way that this whole pattern is going now. I mean, like, uh, granted, this isn't the world. This isn't this isn't the Olympics, right? This is we're in 2019. It's like the FIBA, some other bullshit or whatever. Yeah. It's Do you FIBA. even know what the what the competition is? This is what they wanted Zion to be playing on. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they they extended it to Zion and he said Zion no. Should. The Pelicans were like, I think we're not going to risk that. Thank you so much. Um <laughs> and, but no, I you know what? It, it it it's an opportunity for some of these cats, you know, cuz we 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 got to get to the next we we have to get to the next phase, right? Cuz like Durant's 30, LeBron's going to be 33 or 34. Yeah, they got miles. Like so it's time for some of these younger guys to get out there. I mean, not everyone on that list is super young, no, but I mean, think but, about Millsap, Lopez. Uh, those are the older guys, sure. Uh Andre Drummond, I uh, still you But know. again, n- neither of those guys ever really got to shine in, PJ, in a USA uniform. You're right. You're right. So it's a nice opportunity for them at the same time like I, again, this is not an Olympic year. This isn't something, you know, a major as far as I know, this isn't like some major tournament that you know, every time there's a, there's an international basketball tournament, we always expect to win because this is the home of the hoops and we have all the best athletes that play basketball on the planet, hands down. So, you know, every time we go out, we expect to win. And there, there'll be no difference. I With that roster, we better fucking win. No, bro. Chris Middleton you... is getting paid $157 million. Right. Like, Kemba Walker is getting paid crazy amounts of money. These guys. Millsap is still one of the top paid players. And you know what? I There's there's one part about this that, that I do quite like is that because these guys have never really gotten their shot in a USA jersey, they should bring it. You know what I'm saying? They should play hard, which sometimes we lost with the upper echelon. When you get when you get all the best players in the world, sometimes you lose that intensity or or a little bit of that. The only time we got fucked was with Larry Brown, and that was like yeah, Stephon Marbury. Yeah, yeah, those guys. That was a terrible year. And we're talking Popovich. This is what I'm saying, though, is like Popovich, 
you know, people want to play for him. And this he's going to make this is first year this as is, the as the head coach for USA basketball. And the and and the, and the biggest Shashevsky gave it over to him this year, which is wild. I can't believe. Wasn't he assistant on that though? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Probably, it's every, not like he hasn't been a part of right. it, but it's his first year right. being the head coach. Speaking uh, of pop, USA, speaking yeah. of pop. So what do you think? Are we still winning the gold in this Absolutely. tournament? Then yeah, I'm with Absolutely. that. I'm I mean, because who's going to beat us? Spain, Serbia, Spain, Serbia is nice. The, the Gasol brothers are so old now, yeah. and, and Ibaka, you know, they're all old. France, maybe okay. They maybe they do some Serbia. Okay, sure, maybe, but. Dude, we still got no the more best. Argentina. We still got the best athletes out there. I'm with you, like, but if fucking PJ Tucker ends up being the leading scorer of that team, I'm gonna bring be, it, PJ. Bring it. He, he <laughs> earned it. You did, PJ. Get your money, dude. Um, speaking of Popovich, though, yeah, great news for the NBA. Uh, he hired Tim Duncan as his assistant. Tim Duncan. I'm so happy that that Timmy happened. Timmy D. With plans of possibly the future, like if this guy's any good at it, can you just imagine like who takes over for Pop would be Tim Duncan? I don't know what kind of coach this guy's going to be though, but well, I mean Tim Duncan is definitely like one of the highest basketball IQ guys that we've had, you know, in several decades. Uh, you know, regardless of whether or not you liked him as a player, because I certainly didn't. I respected him, and you he's, just hated him because you had. Hate. He's amazing. I don't, right. you know, don't get me wrong. Like I still think he's one of the greatest ever, but at the same time, I never liked the guy. <laughs> Uh, as I grew older, I did. I started to like him more. Like the whole like uh, baggy polo shirt and khaki pants and cargo shorts and weird and Tim eating, Duncan. You know, Taco Bell, right? And, like, going to the Gap, just and, like, like walking around the streets of San Antonio. That's hilarious to me. Feeding so, the ducks. Yeah, he he got better with age, um, and I am excited for this reunion because I, I, Tim Duncan has always been a little bit on the more reserved side, and I don't expect him to like come out of his shell and be like all entertaining. No. But but his interactions with Pop should be. Uh, at least somewhat entertaining. And God forbid they get another great big man. Like, hey, he'll be working with LaMarcus, which would be oh, cool. Right. But, like, get another big man in there and, like, you know, have Timmy work with you. Like, how great would that be? LaMarcus should be extreme. Not that not LaMarcus, that LaMarcus is fine. Yeah, LaMarcus is fine. He's probably been working out with Tim no matter what. Yeah. You know, Timmy's always there. Right. But I think it's a great look. It's a great look for the NBA. Their relationship is really something, like, special. That is cool. I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does – uh, and and what like what capacity? Because we might be he, sleeping he on the Spurs too. We're talking about all these other teams, you know, and and we never we never mention the Spurs ever. Yeah, they. And, I mean, they didn't have it last year, and they didn't really get that much better this year. So you know, but you can't ever count a Popovich team out. They made it to the playoffs last year, right? I, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that was that the Denver series that that they took it to Game Seven. They could have won that series. So you can never count out a Popovich Spurs team, regardless of who they have on the roster. One team. Since you've been gone for two weeks, that we have to talk about, mm-hmm. and I think I have, I think we both have a lot to say about this. But Chris Paul is now in in purgatory in OKC, right? The, yep. the untradeable contract got traded for another untradeable contract, right? Which was the only way that we ever saw something like that ever. We happen. thought it was going to be John Wall or Conley or something like that, but it ends up being Russell Westbrook. Sam Presti ends up getting out of all this fifteen freaking dra- draft picks coming up. Wow, and. I think, and Chris Paul has history there. You know, his first two years, they played there because of Katrina. Right. Like, he has people there. Uh, I think they're an actually decent team on paper, paper, if you look at paper. On paper. On on paper, they're great. (laughs) Um, I think they're a decent team. Like, if Chris Paul actually buys in, because I don't see another trade happening for Chris Paul right now, I don't see any other team being able to afford him. I don't think he's going right. to take, you know, the the buyout, which would be way less than what he's deserved. But if you look at this, Gallo, Shea, Roberson, Paul, you know what I mean? Like that, that Steven, Adams. Steven Adams is still there. Yeah. Um, playoff team. I don't think so. Depends. I, I mean, so like, yeah, the, the whole hype was first and foremost, like, holy shit, Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook just got traded. And now Russell's going to play with James Harden again and that whole thing. Uh, and then, you know, immediately all the attention went to now where's Chris Paul end up? Because if if Sam Presti's making like Paul George is gone, Westbrook is gone, like who else is on the list? Like Chris Paul's on the move. And then I think what what legitimately happened was that they ran out of options. Right. Like as free agency started to dwindle down is when this trade happened. And most of the rosters are full at this point. Most of most of the, the cap space has been taken. So when you're looking at. Uh, trading, there isn't a whole lot of room, especially because all the new guys that just got signed can't get traded until December 15th. So I still think that there's a real possibility that Chris isn't an Oklahoma City Thunder player at the end of this year. But they definitely should at least kick the tires and see what's good. Because Chris Paul, you know, he, he was 
his whole thing has been a little bit unreliable because he can't stay healthy, right? You know, but but when he's when he is healthy and he's on the floor, he's a hell of a player. Even still at his age, he can still do some amazing great. things on the court. And so having him in a pick and roll situation with Steven Adams isn't the worst thing in the world. And Shea learning from him too. Absolutely. You know, and the Clippers were devastated when we had to get get rid of him. We were. They they Jerry and Doc said like and and uh Lawrence Frank all said like we were devastated when they we we would have give, given them anybody else, but that's who they Sam wanted. Sam Presti's a, a fucking savage. He's a sniper, bro. Right. And you, the, I mean the whole the whole thing about the fact that he got so many draft picks for this. It's just, it's fantastic. Like, he saw the writing on the wall. We talk about that all the time. Yep. And, and having a good GM is knowing when to pivot and, and when to, you know, hold fast. And Sam Presti saw the writing on the wall, probably couldn't keep Paul George. And if he did, it would be unhappy and maybe turns into another Anthony Davis, like, holdout situation. And that's a goddamn nightmare. It is a Plus, nightmare. Paul George and Russell Westbrook, the, that experiment kind of failed like they tried they gave it a you know a couple years and it, and it was it was okay at times but it was it was never okay see you in the fucking championship you know what i mean so he he i think he understood what he had as far as that roster and its limitations and said you know what if i'm gonna get if i'm and gonna Russ's get value russ's value if i'm gonna get if i'm gonna lose these guys i'm gonna get the most yeah. possible return that i can and he absolutely nailed it and so Sam Presti, being uh, as fantastic of a GM as he is, I know he'll make the right decision on Chris Paul as far as, you know, the timing of the trade, if that happens or if there is a buyout. You know, he's he's a guy, if, if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, you got to be feeling a little gutted right now because your team just vanished. But you have to look to him and be like, all right, I mean, this guy seems like he knows what he's doing. You know, let's put our faith in him and see what we can come out with this at the at the end of it. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay. I, I think they're going to be okay. We'll see what kind of Chris it is. I mean, yeah, like, obviously, man, uh, you can't, you can't beat Father Time. You can't, and you but get I, older. And, and but I saw him in a workout two days yeah, ago, right? Where and I remember listening to Donovan Mitchell last year on a pod, um, saying that like, yo, in these workouts, Chris is a killer. Like he killed everybody on the. You know what I mean? He gets to his pockets, fifteen feet. He is the man. He's really hard to guard. He's so hard. And that's to guard. just the truth. Shout out to hard to guard, by the way. And and so, but on the flip side, I do want to talk a little bit about this, the Rockets. Yes, and and now what they look like. So now. Similarly to Sam Presti, you know, Daryl Morey is one of the best GMs that we have in all the sports. Um, took a risk, took a flyer on Chris. Still thinking that Chris and James Harden and the State Farm commercials would be like those are over. all working together. That shit ain't popping off anymore. Uh, but, you know, he, he that experiment also failed in the same in the same breath as the the Westbrook and the Paul George. Experiment. They were so freaking close, though, bro. Chris Paul's were... hamstring injury in game seven two years ago is really the turning point. Right. Because if he's there, you know, you would imagine that they can put some shit together in that in game seven against the Warriors and pull that victory out like they should have. But. They were close for two years. They were close. And it just, again, it just seemed like this year should have been their year that they took advantage of the opportunity. And again, they fell short and they didn't do it. And now you're looking at an, a, a one more year on Chris Paul and another extra $40 million going out the door. And, and he goes, I don't like this. Let's make a and, move. And let's be real about it, Drew. Yeah. Like all that shit that Daryl said that wasn't going on between Chris right. Paul and James Harden, you don't need to bullshit. You don't need to bullshit, Daryl. We knew something was going on. If if James really, you know, if they really had a great relationship and, you know, we're going to continue on doing this thing in Houston, they would still be doing it. I think James would have put his foot down and said, no, 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 let's run it back. Let's run it, let's run it right Especially back. Especially after the fact that the Warriors are pretty much dissolved now. You know, if, if, if Houston looked at their roster last year and they could just put it to this year now, I think they would have the odds-on favorites yep. to be – the champion, or at least the, the you know the champion of the West in the discussion. Yeah, and so now, 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 let's, now is what? What the hell do you do with Russell Westbrook? Now what? Like Chris Paul had a hard time not being not having the ball enough. Now you take the two most the the two highest usage rating Ever. players of all time Ever. and putting them on the floor together. Yes, they have a relationship. Yes, they have played together. But in my mind, I don't see it. I don't see how it's going to work unless. One of them or both of them really buy into the system and, and, the and Dan like, Tony system. They have to. And that's the thing that I think, you know, if if there is one thing about Dan Tony and his system is it can facilitate quick shots. And and his system has not been doing that with James Harden, no. especially this last season. Because they would he would dribble for twenty seconds and then hike up a shot. And Chris is in the corner. Right. And and, and so the thing that has to change in order for it to find success for me is it's gotta be Steve Nash 
Phoenix Suns, D'Antoni, run and gun. Let's get a shot up in eight to ten seconds. We're flying up and down the court. Harden's never Westbrook's played like gonna that, go. Wait, so, but no, Harden. Harden has not ever really played in a system like that necessarily. I mean, with with Westbrook being such a big rebounder, the idea that he can just rebound and fly up the court and everyone's just going to have their spots. And and that whole system is about running lanes. So, like, wherever you are when you guys get the ball, pick a lane. Everyone knows their lanes and just run them. And as things unfold, Westbrook or Harden, as they dribble the ball down the floor, will know automatically where guys will be and be able to facilitate I'm, I'm with a that. Move. The That's guy the that, only way that I can see it working. But most cases, it's not. It's just not going to work. It's not enough basketball. And we, you're right. And we have no idea. Like we have no clue with how this is going to work. And the one guy I keep thinking about is Eric Gordon, right. who's just been such a baller his whole career, dude. And you could see he was even frustrated a little bit last year with not getting the right touches. And you know, uh, I don't see Russell Westbrook sit, standing in the corner no. while James Harden dribbles. To I just see I him. Mean, I can clapping. see that happening. Yeah, but I see him getting frustrated. Right. And then I see Eric Gordon, who can actually who can get buckets. You know, just as good as a lot of people right. in the NBA. Right. I see him getting frustrated. I see PJ playing his same role as defense, and I'll stand in the corner. And if you want to throw me the ball, PJ's fine. PJ's going to be fine. I think PJ fits in just fine. Right. And you need him. And I think Capella's should be all right. Like, well, you we're, know. Westbrook probably is going to tell Capella, dude, that I'm going to need my. I got to get my ten my boards. boards. All right. Here's here's a question. This was something that we went on live when I was live the other night, and my boy Art by Kevin, very talented artist. You guys should follow him. I'm still waiting for my Michael Jordan photo. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, we made a bet, Drew. Oh, yeah? And this was, this was the bet, and I want to know what you think. Okay. So we bet. Um, I said I, I put him on the pod if he's right. Okay. Like he can come on the pod, and uh, we'll talk basketball. He can spew his Laker hate or his Laker his Laker Nation Oh, he's stuff, definitely coming Whatever. Out. He can. And he, I said, if I win, I want a portrait of myself, hand-drawn by you, <laughs> to put in my house. But this was, this was the bet. Kevin said... That he still guarantees that Russell Westbrook will average a triple double this year, and I oh. said there is no way in hell Russell Westbrook averages a triple double this year. There is no way. The only way that 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 happens is if he becomes the Steve Nash role, and in my opinion, that it is a possibility, but it's got to be him, you know, still facilitating shots. He can't be shooting thirty times a game. He cannot be shooting twenty five. He's times not going to get thirty shots a game because the ball being James Harden's hand. So the the idea that he could get you know, obviously more than 10 points per game, That's that should that's be no easy. problem. I still think he'll get around 10 to 11 rebounds a game because that's just kind of the guy he is. And he has to have the conversation he'll with He'll have the conversation with Capella. <laughs> the assist numbers are going to be the toughest ones if the ball isn't in his hands as much as we expect it to be, or at least as much as I expect it to be. Uh, I think the big factor here is how much James Harden is willing to relinquish control of the ball. Coming it, off your best season no, 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 ever? But, but because it is Russ, because they are homies, because it is his boy. And like they remember the days at OKC when they were balling out and they and they lost in the finals that one year when, when Kevin Durant and them were on the team. So for that reason only, I have to think that James Harden may go, all right, like, Russ, I trust you. Like, finally, I got a point guard that I think I can trust, or whatever that version of that that he says to himself, mm. and then lets Russ go. That'll be interesting to see because J if James Harden goes, let me play a little off ball. I can I can definitely shoot and still get my stuff, but I'll let you have a little bit more control of the ball. It's not likely. I don't think it's likely, but there's a possibility that that happens. I think it could either be really successful or crash and burn really fast. It's gonna quick. it's gonna happen fast. We're right. gonna see it really really fast. The like, first twenty games of the season. I'm saying yeah by 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 yeah. thanks by Thanksgiving mm -hmm. like. You know, beginning December, we're going to know if this team's about it or hitting, not. If it's hitting or not. Right. Absolutely. It'll be really quick. And if, like, I guess Kevin could be right, too. Like, if, if Harden goes down and it's Russell's, oh, you know. Yeah, if Harden hasn't, he's been real healthy, though. Yeah. So, knock on, I mean, knock on what we don't. Yeah, we because don't. he doesn't play defense. So Well, right. <laughs> right. That's very true. So he he, he he is the he's the epitome of load management. So <laughs> I do. He plays a lot of minutes. Though. I love I, I love I James mean, Harden. Yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't usually rest that much. So it I think you know it, it it's like to me it's like eighty twenty that this does not work out. Saying no, it doesn't yeah, work. Eighty percent it doesn't work out. Twenty percent it works like, out. I just that's don't that's see it. yeah. And again. You know, this is where D'Antoni really has to prove his oh, worth. This is where it's going. If this doesn't work, D'Antoni's ghost and yeah. Maury is ghost. Yep. This is Maury's last play. I'm telling you, dude. He's so good, though. He's, and that organization owes a lot to him. I get it, but, but it, it, he's never brought him a championship while he's been there. He's tried his hardest, 
and I think he's succeeded in a lot of the shit that he's done. I mean, getting James Harden from Oklahoma City yeah. was a big was a big goddamn deal. That was huge. And and so we'll see we'll see what he was able to pull off. Here. But do you think Russ understands that Houston is James Harden? Like that is his city. That's his. I and, think so. He has to. He, I mean, he has to know that he won MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Harden won MVP. He's been in Houston since. You know, that's really where his his whole career kicked off. Right. I mean, sixth man in Oklahoma City, but he was the guy pretty much when he went to Houston. So, I, I think Russ should should have that expectation. Alpha males, bro. I you know. Just don't know. You don't know. And man. The greatest quote is, "You are who you are, bro." Well, we'll and see I just it. Don't... The first blowout loss that they have. We will see what what happens. Body language, attitude. We'll you, see. And you know who has bad body language is Eric Gordon. Like I know when Eric Gordon. <laughs> so pissed. that's something that, that's a really interesting thing because that that's a trading piece that I, that Houston still has in their back pocket. Because as we get closer to the end of the season, if if Eric Gordon is not fitting, or until the trade deadline, you, I mean, if Eric Gordon is not fitting in or is unhappy or oh, he's going to be unhappy. I, I believe that. <laughs> Again, they, there's still a chance for him to score a lot of points in this system if they move it fast. How Drew? How do you? Because get... he'll be out there on the floor and he'll just be catching catching open shots. Yeah, but when you, he's not used to having two dudes taking 25 shots a night. He's not. That's taking a lot of a lot of shots out of his hand. I mean, Chris was putting up seventeen shots when he was playing. Right. I mean, when he played. I hear your point okay. entirely. Right. But my my whole thing is that that that's a really nice trade piece for for Houston to have going into the you know the beginning of the season. I wouldn't want. I mean, who else would you want though? Eric's Eric's pretty good. He attacks the rims great. He can shoot the long ball. I'm not saying the they should trade him. Right. I think I think they will do their their best to keep him on there because mm-hmm. he is a dynamic player he's, a, he's quite a good scorer he's not the best defender either but he is quite a good and Austin's scorer. still there too right Austin Rivers is there right. yeah he resigned so but I just think that there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that would be interested in taking Eric Gordon definitely. away for them for some significant assets as the season progresses definitely like Philadelphia being one uh we want to talk about Philly for a second oh, we sure. already talked about Philly yeah we've, we are you we talking about the, the whole well, I just don't we are always, we're always talking about the west and like yeah the east is like <laughs> we are talking about the west because that's where it's at dude and it's kind of the same thing with Philly on paper it's like yeah they look really great but and I, I know we discussed this on the last show so I, I, I don't want to get too far into it but like we we got to give even the Clippers and the Lakers, we got to give these people to like the, give us a month first. Let's see how all this shit is panning out. You know what I mean? Like the Clippers and the Lakers will put push the panic button if they're five and five in the first ten games. Like there's going to be like a lot of of people that are going to be pissed off or yeah. be like, oh, this is a wrap. This is over. Um, I it, I just don't know, dude. I can't call the NBA season at all. No, I can't. It's, call it's wide it. open, and it, and that's the beauty of it. It is wide open. We have so many unknowns, all the different roster shakeups. It's going to take this. I mean, so the five and five thing, that's going to happen. It may not be with the Clippers, the Lakers, but it may be with, you know, Boston. It may be with Milwaukee. Probably not Milwaukee because they're pretty much intact. But you know what I'm saying? There's going to be a surprise team or a team that we expected to succeed that is not going to. Whether that is Philadelphia or whoever that we expect to be on that upper echelon uh, that is not going to do it because – there's just so many moving pieces. It's going to take a while for all these new rosters to gel and figure each other out. They're all top-tier players, and they're all going to be able to do it at some point. But there's there's a familiarity that, that comes to play with roster con, uh, continuity that is not there right now in the NBA pretty much across the board. I think we have it. I'm not going to lie. I think the Clippers have the continuity. But I you don't have, know. your two best players are brand new. Right. I'm, so I'm, it's going to take them a little while to right. get used to it. It's going to take LeBron and Anthony Davis a while to get used right. to playing together. Right. Like, it, it, all of it. My point is is that with new people, it just takes a little while. So there's going to be a lot of teams that don't start out as hot as we all think that they might. So a couple players got picked up that I think are significant. I think it's crazy how Portland picked up Powell, yet another fucking big man, right? How many big? How many centers do they have on their team right it's now? It's insane. Right? That it, okay, well, I mean so, they got rid of Myers Leonard, right? So then, but they got Hassan Whiteside, Nurkic, <laughs> yeah, Nurkic, and Powell Gasol, and Zach Collins, right? So they have all these big men. Powell is so old now. Yeah, but it's a good pickup. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm the. I've always been the same on Portland. Like, yeah. You're you're a really good team, bro, but you're never going to get That's another over the strange hook. one for me though. That's another strange pickup. Like Hassan Whiteside, you just got him and 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 then you want Powell because like, I don't think Hassan's going to be there for too long. You I don't re- think so. I don't. I, Who's, who wants Hassan Whiteside? I, well, it's another expiring contract just in case. Like I think he was just insurance cuz Nurkic is going to be coming back at some point. Right, some you know, point during a, the season. During the season and like I just don't know. Hassan, we all know what Hassan brings to the table and yeah, that's he blocked not some much. shots yeah but he's still not much he dunk a basketball yeah 
That's about it. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty much solid. it. The other, the one I thought that was important though was Corver, who was just sitting on fucking waivers Kyle forever. Well, he was making a decision. Yeah, okay, so he he was weighing his options. Yeah, he was he was making a decision. It, it seems like it came down to Philly and, and Milwaukee. He could have gone back home to Philly, mm-hmm. um, and he chose Milwaukee. And then literally like the second day he's there, Giannis is in the gym with him, learning how to shoot. And this th- is why we know Giannis is going to be I, amazing. Agreed, dude. He's already doing it. Like I, you know, I I feel like. Giannis, Giannis may have texted Corver and said, "Yo, get your ass over here! Like, I need some help. Like, <laughs> and I want to learn how to shoot the three. That's what I'm saying. I need, I need some help <laughs> shooting. Right? Like, help me shoot. And and to see Giannis in the gym, you know, learning from one of the greatest shooters of all time. That's what Corver is now. It's crazy to think that. I mean, the guy's 38 years old. He's still in the league. He's the him and LeBron are yep. the only two left from the 03 draft. Yeah, the only two last survivors. And his percentages his whole career have been like standard solid you know mid to high third or high 30s low 40s and what three a per- point percentage is what career. a perfect team to be on because Giannis is getting the double team the triple team you know what i mean He's you got to guard middleton just if they can work if Budenhoser can work an offense to where you can keep kyle corver open right and where he doesn't have to move or play defense the the most <laughs> important thing uh for that is like there's there's those moments where they didn't have that many shooters outside of brooke lopez and middleton uh, you know, Miritich was garbage for them, at, you know, in, in clutch moments. He was. And we all expected him to be better. But Bledsoe can't hit the broadside of a barn um, in, in, in the playoffs from three. Breaks so like, my heart, So at, at the very least, now you have an, an, another guy that you know can stand in the corner. And when Giannis gets all that attention and he kicks to Middleton, who gets a closeout, and then Middleton can pass that ball to Corver, who's open in the corner. I mean, that's that's dead dead right it's, there. It's a, it's a scary pickup for them. It's a nice pickup. They're they're looking very strong in the East. I would say that they have to be the odds on favorite. I mean, they brought pretty much everybody back that matters, and now they have the Lopez brothers <laughs> reunited, and it feels so good. Wait, they got both of them? Yeah, they got I Robin. Didn't even, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Robin Lopez. For real? Yeah. That was the spot that when they let Pau go, that was the spot they filled. Oh, dude. Yeah. How great is that? I know. Brooke and Robin. Oh, that is back just, at it. That is amazing. Back to the Stanford days. Yeah. That's amazing. Good for you, Milwaukee. Way to do that. Yeah. Um, I know I know it's summer, but Drew League's popping off. I'm mm. watching all these. Like, dude, I'm watching. Uh, there's a, another league, the AEBL or whatever, that's like on the East Coast. And like Mike Scott's playing it. Lou Williams was playing it a couple times. But there's all these really cool, you know, obviously Drew League's going off. But Trey Young is hooping. Yeah, I've man. seen him all over. All over hooping. He's been in the workouts. Seen him in in both those leagues just killing. Him and Montrez had a game on Saturday, dude, where Trez had 40-something. Trey had 30-something. Yep. And 46 and 31, I think, wow, if my numbers bro. are right. And Trez is, and then Trez was at Dykeman hooping the other day. Like literally like the next day. He was at Dykeman. That, that just, same day even. Like he flew out to New York and then, and then hooped again. Those those guys are cool. The Drew League is great. I mean, it really is great. You it's have Hollywood. You though. have yeah. Well, now it's now it's become a little bit bigger than it, than what it used to be, and it used to just be amazing hoop. Right. Just it runs. still is, but and it's still great. But it is it, now it's a lot of like Showtime kind of stuff. People are showing up, which is which is also quite cool. Uh, but right now it's it's a, mostly about the young cats, bro. You got you know Cassius Stanley out there, um, O'Neal, Kenya Kenya Martin Juniors out there, Sharif O'Neal. Uh, Lamelo's out there. Like it's all about the kind of these young guys uh, that are really getting featured there for for the most part. And then you have you know these NBA pros will drop in for a game or two. The, the craziest thing about Montrez is is especially when I watch him in the Drew League. Like we in the NBA, he he dunks everything. Okay, like everything doesn't matter. He he catches the ball with two hands. He's going up. He's going to dunk the ball in the Drew League. He does the same thing. And and like guys like don't expect it because you're just like, oh, he's like six eight. Like you know, I, I'm the same size as him. And he'll be like outside the key. He'll just grab it and just dunk it on you. Like it's insane. I, I don't understand how he does that. He's gonna be good. It's this a year, skill. Bro. It's a skill that has brought him into the NBA because it he he jumps high and all that stuff, but he's not forty six inch. Ver- no. It's nothing. It, it's just power. He just he will just ju- he's going to dunk the ball. Whether or not there's you or you and, and your teammate in front of him, it doesn't matter. He's going to dunk the basketball. It's he, insane. He looks really good. And then Trey Young was in the workout today at Lifetime, the 
the notorious Lifetime Fitness runs in New York City getting buckets. Like this kid's just looking really good, dude. Uh, question: Yeah, hottest ticket in town: Clippers, Lakers, or Sierra Canyon High School? Who's, oh shit! Who's, who's going to well, be based the on tickets? based on attendance numbers? It's going to be Sierra Canyon <laughs> because you know I, this actually worries me a little bit because LeBron LeBron is going to have his son in high school for the first time playing varsity basketball. Who almost caught a body today? Bronny almost caught his first body today. People, he's dunking Take, on he's dunking on fools. Oh, now. he missed the dunk. Very the crowd close. went crazy. I think we are. I'm going to say this. I think we're two weeks away from the viral video of Bronny catching a body. This, Just for calling the first it right time now. He dunks on something. Yes. That'll be cool. Yes. And and so, yeah, you have LeBron James' uh, kid out there, Dwayne Wade's kid out there. So I just, as a Laker fan, I don't let – I mean, because Friday nights are usually the – you know, it's like Wednesday, Friday, if, if my memory serves correctly, uh, when we would hoop in, in high school games. And I know LeBron is going to want to be there. And I know he might skip out on a practice or two to, oh, go, a see practice, his, yeah, to but go see his son. He's not going to miss a game necessarily, but – uh, I am. I, I think the Sierra Canyon ticket will be harder to get because there's twenty thousand seats in Staples. God, that's true. And there ain't there ain't twenty thousand seats in Sierra Canyon. It's Do a you nice, think there will nice be a college, night uh, high school? Will there be a night where Bronny outscores LeBron? Oh, that's in fun. a night. That's a that's a fun question. Yes, that would be. I do think. That. You think so? I do think because freshman. Well, dude, because he's good. He is good, but and they got, they got a seven two. He's big. Asian dude on that fucking team on Sierra Canyon. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny now, like that. That <laughs> it's getting stupid. That dude. that school, Sierra Canyon, started as an elementary and then middle school, and my girlfriend went there. She really went, she went to Sierra Canyon her whole life. You never told me that. I didn't know that. I, I may have told you that. Fun in passing. fact. And then right after we graduated high school, that's when Sierra Canyon opened their high school. Fun fact. And it was cool. Like in the beginning, they had some they had some talented kids. One kid Thornton who went to Duke and then transferred to USC. Uh, and, but they've had like some exciting guys come through that that system. And now it's like, dude, it's like a full on college team. They're like, they got seven dudes who are going to go D1 or better um, that I can think of right now off the top of my head. And it's going to be. They have Hall of Famer sons playing, the, a bunch it, of them. And they just keep flocking there. It's insane. Well, Pippen's LeBron, play, right? Pippen's played. Pippen, Scotty Pippen Jr., mm -hmm. Kenya Martin Jr., Cassius Stanley all left this year. They're right. all, they all left to go to their colleges. Right. I think Kenyon Martin and Scotty Pippen Jr. both went to Vanderbilt, if I'm correct. I can't remember if that's true, but I think they left for Vanderbilt and Cassius is going to Duke because that guy is the he's real deal. Gonna, he's the, he's real the real goddamn deal. deal. It's, it's true. Um, yeah. And so you'll, you'll see him in a Duke jersey next year. Um, but now, you know, it. They, now they have uh, Zaire, Wade, and Bronny, and there's going to be more and more guys. But the interesting part is that Brentwood is where LeBron lives. So the drive from Brentwood to Sierra Canyon, which is up in, like, Northridge area, right. is not – close that not is not all. a close drive that is especially in like rush hour in the morning and then like getting back from school and they got to get to taco tuesday too uh, taco tuesday is of the utmost importance <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna happen it's just it's just gonna be like a two-hour i'm commute sure the they'll kid. figure it out but that's I just mean, weird yeah i guess you're right that's what is that that's a it's at traffic, least 45 it's minutes at least an hour with traffic right with traffic because you got to go all the way up to five uh, this doesn't matter to people that don't live they in Los don't Angeles. Understand. you gotta go all the way up to 405 right. and then over the 118 right. bro you gotta pass the 405 101 that's the gridlock maybe they'll get a crib closer dude or maybe just... he'll just be dropped off in a fucking helicopter like who knows bro that's coming high school kids getting dropped off in choppers are coming well i mean if, if, any, if anyone's gonna do it it'll be lebron james Bronny james jr is he jr he is. He's, yes, Le he's, he's LeBron Bronny. James yeah. Jr., which yeah. is why he just goes by Bronny. Bronny. Nobody calls him Jr. I'm sure maybe a couple people do. Uh, well, I'm going to start calling him. Two Bronny. weeks he's catching a body, Drew. I like Two it. Two weeks. I like it. He's um, looking like a stud. It's getting hot in here, people. It's super I'm hot I'm sweating. Here. We can't turn on fans or do anything in my house. It's for, keep... it's for the audio quality. It's for, the, it's for we, you. We it's for it your for people you ears. Oh, do you want to explain to them Yeah. What, what we discussed? And I want to take a poll to see what people think. Oh, this is going to be fun. So... Yeah, we were we were at happy hour, and that's when we do our best work. We do really. It's like brain food. And you you said I think you looked over at me and you're like, "What happens if the Clippers win the championship?" And I was like, Dude. "I cried today at the press conference, so <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be like if we win." Okay. <laughs> so, I, I looked back at you and I said, "Dude, what is going to happen?" And and you're like, "You know what? Jumping off the pier might be a little bit over the over the line." 
Just for safety measures. There's seals. There are sharks. There's sharks. There's seals. You could hit something. Nobody knows. There's probably cars down there. We somebody we live at the beach. People. Somebody had to drive a car off of that off of that pier at one point. And then you looked at me. He goes like, "What if? What if I get a tattoo?" And I said, "What?" So so, what I remember of this mm-hmm. is that if the Clippers win the championship mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. You clips mm-hmm. are going to get a clipper tattoo. I have no ink on my body. I just because I don't. I didn't. I've never been passionate enough to put anything on my body. Right. Well, it doesn't always have to be about passion. No, but I, want but I know what you're saying. If I'm going to do it, it's got to be a. The, like, I'm not going to put a basketball with fire on it. You know right. what I mean? I'm not going to do any of that like shit. It has Red, to be something really important. Richard Jefferson. Yeah, tattoo. I'm not going to do that, yeah. bro. Luke Walton, you know, you you missed you messed up. Hey, too. don't talk about Luke. Um, Luke doesn't have a fire basketball on so his tattoo. Well, I want to know what the people think because I said if I get the tat, it's not going to be like L.A. Clippers. I want. It's not going to be the logo. No, it's going to be. I want the full. I want the trophy. I want maybe like you know Kawhi on there. PG. Oh, you want Darius some portraits? Ma- I want the whole fucking thing. I want you want the, you want the half sleeve not, or the full sleeve? Drew, the, the whole arm, not the from whole, shoulder to wrist. I'll go shoulder. To elbow, shoulder to elbow. Oh, the half sleeve. I would go half sleeve Ooh. as long as it's. I'm talking the big money shit. Well, right, yeah, it's got to be good. By the because le- I mean, if you're doing portraits and stuff, you can't be looking janky. No, I, I can't have. It's got to look good at least until you're what sixty. So at least for like five, I'm ten only, more years. I'm only living to sixty-five. Five, five, ten more years. That's all it is. Oh, right? shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that was a low key jab. Oh, that was good. Okay, that was good. We'll take that. No, so I people, do you want to see this? I mean, because I definitely want to see. It. I know the answer to me is yes. And and you know what? If if the Clippers do win the title, that'll give me so much joy to know that your ass is gonna have to get a tattoo. I'd be fine with it. That's what I mean, dude. There, when when you maybe the silver lining. When me. you sit down and think about it, bro. There's not like again when when all this stuff, anything good happens with the Clippers, people hit me up from all over the world that I haven't seen and. 20 years or right. 15 years and like people associate me with the Clippers like my name is Clips it's it's the it's something I love so much so like if the Clippers win that'd be the only way I'd be able to reciprocate how much that means to me or it meant to me yeah so I'd be willing to do it we might need some help from the listeners or maybe if they know a dope tattoo artist that would be down to oh, like nice. not charge me 10 racks to do <laughs> to do it. Yeah, man, because those ones get expensive. They do. They, if you want a nice like couple portraits and, and some like realistic looking stuff, that's that's going to be expensive. That's going to be several thousand dollars. Which is fine. So so if y'all want if y'all like this idea, mm-hmm. please let us know. Yes. Hit us up. On the IG at Clips and Drew. I think we're gonna start doing a text app thing. I want. I oh, okay. Want, I you know I saw Gary V do it last week. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna do it because I think. And guys, we have we have some big news coming up here soon, and we need to have some more content and more ideas. And I know a lot of you send us DMs with great posts and ideas. Like I want everybody involved. Like we do this shit for you guys. Like we want to know what you guys you know want to see or want to hear us talk about. So I want to be more engaged with you. We want to be more engaged with you. Yeah. So hit us up and let us know. Like, you guys are the reason why we do this. So if you want to see me get a goddamn tattoo, Woo! I, <laughs> I know Drew does. I want to see it. I know you do. I want to see it. So yeah, please, please let us know if you if you if know. You guys any, want to see what it, can 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 the can the listeners pick one of the players that you get no, tattooed? No, because what if they say from like, a list from a list? What if they say like Matt Fish or Chris Kamen? Well, because I yeah, I was gonna say Chris Kamen. No, but like, no, he's not part of that. No. I already have ideas of who it would be. And it literally all depends. I will. I, oh, my God. you got. I'm sweating right now. Yeah. Because it'll be hard. Yeah. And I'd want to tell the whole. I mean, I'm from Los Angeles. I would want to tell the whole story on here. You're going to need some more space on that fucking, one. I'm, I'm lifting right now. Yeah, you got to get that bigger. I'm just building them up. Got to get it bigger. That's a great idea. I want to see it. Please let us know if you want to see it. Uh, DM us. The text message app is something we're going to bring to you yeah. apparently here in a little bit. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. We would love some collaboration with everybody. We just want to we want to make sure that we're doing the best we can and providing the best entertainment we can. Uh, but that is a great okay. idea. We'll see what people sir. have to say. Uh, and with that, I think we we are good. I have nothing else to talk. Nothing about. else. That's it. I, we, we cl- that is all I have to talk about. That's all I'm going to be thinking about this whole. Season. I was going to ask you who you would storm Area 51 with. As far as oh, five shit. basketball players, but we don't have time for that. Should we wait? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have any time All for right, that. That's fine. Whatever. Then this is what it is. We want you to rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your side piece, tell everybody. Like this is the hottest broadcast around. People, you guys know this. We are global. 
So rate, review, subscribe. That's what we want. A Please. dope review would be awesome. But Drew, you know what time it is. We're taking them out with the with the banger that's been going in the clips yeah. truck all week. Uh -oh. We're taking them out with Drake, Ricky Rose, Money in the Grave. That's what we're going with. Have you heard this one yet? Uh, is it new? Man, let it go. So follow through with clips yeah, and yeah. Drew. I mean, where the fuck should I really even start? I got hoes that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my niggas cross the street living large. Thinking back to the fact that they dead, thought my raps wasn't facts, so they sat with the bars. I got two phones, one need a charge. Yeah, they twins, I could tell they ass apart. I got big packs coming on the way. I got big stacks coming out to save. I got Lil Max with me, he the way. It's a big gap between us and the game. In the next life, I'm trying to stay paid. When I die, I put my money in the grave. When I die, I put my money in the grave. I really gotta put a couple niggas in a place. Really just lapped every nigga in a race. I really might tap realest nigga on my face. Lil CC, let it slap with the bass. I used to save hoes with a mask in a cave. Now I'm like, nah, love, I'm good, go away. Ain't about to die with no money I done gave you. I was on top when that shit meant a lot. Still on top, like I'm scared of the drop. Still on top, and these niggas wanna swap. Niggas wanna swap like a sauce in a Watts. I don't wanna change, cause I'm good where I'm at. Mob ties, so I'm always good where I'm at. Word of Junior, Jazzy, Baby J. Tell him when I die, put my money in a crack. Couple figures kill a skull and collect. She fuck a nigga, then she on to the next. Really living large, she ain't all with a Mac. When you niggas thinkin' small in a mall with a rat. Roll with us if you really wanna get it. Go get a half a million in a sprinter. Phone ringing, bitches know a big tipple. I got the hookup and there's really no limit. Dead brokers in you nigga DNA. Ricky Smiley syndicated with the A. Little nigga, just another state case. Bury my motherfucker, chase bank, time to bounce. Gotta count on my allowance. You niggas stitching, so I gotta rewrite it. A nigga dripping like I got a zillion dollars. Got the trap jumping like Zion when I rebound. Then I'm out. And I never talk about it. The homie squad, but we all smoke the loudest. Rich niggas in them really being modest. Cause the way I do my deals, never treated like an artist. Want the house. You could DM my account. My DM six figures and I'm counting. Nine figures was the goal till I hit the ease. Niggas ain't living, so bury mine with me. Ross got it. When I die, I put my money in a grave. I really gotta put a couple niggas in a place. Really just lapped every nigga in a race. I really might tap realest nigga on my face. Lil CC, let it slap with the bass. I used to save hoes with a mask in a cave. Now I'm like, nah, love, I'm good, go away. Ain't about to die with no money I done gave you.